welcome to the Will You Sit With Me podcast, a podcast all about holding space for questions, conversations, and musings about female friendships and how to navigate them. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Will You Sit With Me? It is Thanksgiving week. It is Thanksgiving. It is <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving friends well hopefully whether you are playing it you know low-key at home or you know your this episode finds you slipping away from the insanity that can be Thanksgiving in your parents bathroom uh, whatever your situation is we hope that you are having um, a wonderful time with people that you care about or by yourself whatever like I'm here for everything at this point <laughs> do you um, but we hope that you're having an amazing holiday um, and spending some time feeling thankful um, and gratitude for the things in your life that you like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was beautiful, Lydia. Thank I you. That. I did my best. <laughs> yes, that was great. I mean, I feel like last week we covered the topic of gratitude really in preparation for Thanksgiving. And today we thought yeah. we'd just go full throttle into the next topic which we feel like everyone has just been feeling a lot of which is feeling burnt out and what that means for friendships when you're feeling burnt out in your work life your personal life your friendship life whatever it may be but it's just it's been a year you know it's been kind (laughs) of crazy and I feel like everyone has just been on this hamster wheel being like, what the heck is happening? Where are we going? What are we doing? Why are we doing it? And all of a sudden, we're supposed to be like celebrating the holidays and then into New Year. So I know you and I are feeling this. <laughs> I feel it so deeply. I'm really excited to be talking about this because I think I had never experienced burnout until this year. Um, and it hit me really hard. Like, I think this is such an important topic to be talking about more. I think we're big fans of the more that you can name something, the better that you can actually address it in your life. And sometimes when you're in a place where you're burnt out, you don't always know you're burnt out. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, if this feels relevant to you, this gives you some kind of tools and language around what it is that this means and how this can manifest in more than just work. Because I think work is typically where I think burnout starts but burnout really does spread to the other parts of your life and it can be really debilitating and it can be really lonely so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to talk about it especially this time of year um so that we all have hopefully a lens to kind of recenter and refocus what it is that we want to be doing in 2022 and and giving us the space and ability to set boundaries around what makes us feel good in all parts of our lives. Absolutely. And so to kick this off, we thought we would actually just define burnout. I think most people know what it is, but I think there's a difference between knowing what it is and being like, okay, yeah, I can see that. And then one time someone also explained it to me, like if you, if like When you are just firing on all cylinders, things are great. Like, let's say that you have, like, five candles burning. Burnout is, like, when, like, you know, there's maybe two, (laughs) one, none burning anymore. And I feel like that was a really good visual for me because, as we've talked about before, 
I'm not all or nothing personality. So sometimes I'm like, no, I'm not burnt out. And actually in a lot of the articles that we were reading too, a lot of the conversations around burnout is actually like downplaying our emotions around it and being like, no, 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 like that's actually not me. Like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But it's kind of this this narrative around like not wanting to acknowledge that we are burnt out or that we're getting to the point of burnt out that makes it even worse and perpetuates it. And then we don't know how to deal with it. And then we don't want to talk about it. And then if we do talk about it, like, I feel like people don't really, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, you're burnt out. But like, do you want to hang out or whatever? And it's like, no, no, no. like, no, I fucking don't want to hang out. I'm burnt out. I just told you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So burnout is defined technically by the Miller-Keene Encyclopedia and Dictionary of Medicine, Nursing, and Allied Health. Oof mouthful as the emotional and physical exhaustion resulting from a combination of exposure to environmental and internal stressors and inadequate coping and adaptive skills and I really liked this definition for a couple reasons first of all I liked that it talked about like it's both environmental and internal because I think there's so many things that like your environment gives you like you can't control that but for anyone who has any type of anxiety, you also know that like internal stressor that just kind of like keeps ticking and then you get stressed out that like this internal stress is stressing you out and then you don't know what to do. So mm-hmm. I liked that it talked about those two pieces because I know for me like often I might have a good handle on one of them but not the other. So I liked that it kind of talks about how they play. No, I think that this was a great a great definition and I think again why this is I think so important top of mind but also really misunderstood is because it does it's an impact of your your environment on you but a lot of it is I think minimized and downplayed and internalized where you feel like there's something wrong with you or if you have anxiety it can just really put you on overload and just kind of cause you to shut down so I think Mm -hmm. this is this is a great definition um and if we can kind of talk a little bit more like I found I thought a good um article that kind of talked about like how burnout is different than exhaustion too because I think Mm. we see them tied together but they're kind of different but what I liked about this article is that it talks about how burnout kind of has like these three components so the first is like that physical and emotional exhaustion that you feel when you've been stressed for too long which I think is an important thing to talk about like this isn't something that just suddenly happens it's like to your point you're running on you're supposed to be running on five cylinders but you have one running like you've just you're out of gas you know you've been going for so long at like such an insane pace that like you just don't have anything to give anymore and it it really comes with like that feeling of cynicism like you kind of start to feel a little bit hopeless and like you know I think you kind of get in your head about what what it is and then the final part of it is you kind of start to blame yourself for it like thinking that there's something wrong with you and again really internalizing it like why am I feeling this way when everyone else seems to be fine or if you do talk to someone about it like I had a situation where I was super burnt out at work and I tried to vocalize that and I basically was made to feel that like well then you aren't doing enough like Mm -hmm. everyone else is doing fine and coping with it like why do you have such an issue with it like you need to like deal with it essentially and I was like wait what (laughs) no (laughs) yeah it becomes like a you issue and then I feel like it also gets compounded because you're like oh my god it is kind of a me issue because I'm being 
like I have this anxiety or I have this like internal stress that I can't get a handle on and then it makes you feel like our well our favorite thing to joke about but like being unhinged but that's I think how everyone right now is like ending up in this weird unhinged kind of manic almost state right now yeah well and I think what's hard about it is like we mentioned and we'll look at it specifically within the context of of context of friendships but like typically burnout and correct me if you think I'm wrong like I think that that really happens at work I don't think I mean I think sometimes it can happen in relationships and friendships but it's usually because of a work environment where you're burning out that then starts to impact other parts of your life I think that that's typically where burnout kind of starts Mm -hmm. um and so I think that when you are so exhausted and like honestly like in a fragile mental state because you are like almost I think you kind of go into like a fight or flight mode like Mm -hmm. you're I don't know like things are just not good like it it's naturally going to impact other parts of your life because when you're that exhausted and stressed out and overthinking and anxious you're not going to be able to show up in the other parts of your life like your friendships and your relationships at 100% too, like you're already burnt out. So I think naturally it just kind of compounds and then that's where we really see burnout leaching into your friendships and into your relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing too at play is that also when so many people are burnt out right now, and again, Lydia and I are just speaking from the experience of those that we're seeing around us like the the common narratives that seem to be popping up and I feel like I've just been seeing this a lot on on social media from other people people I talk to whatever it may be but it's also tough when you go then to talk to your friends even your family whatever and everyone else is feeling that way so they come and they kind of like want to talk to you or they want to kind of like unload on you and then you're like whoa 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 I'm not even a place right now to like receive this or I'm not going to be the best person to like help you work through this because like I'm not even all mentally there either. And I think sometimes that works when I think actually you and I kind of have this relationship where we're both Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, we're both just like going, you know, like, like we don't know what's going on. We're just like, oh my, like, I think sometimes we just kind of like talk, not like at each other, but we're like, haha, yeah, same. And that like helps feel like there's some camaraderie mm-hmm. here. Like we're not, you know, the only ones maybe going through this, but it can be more difficult. I think when a friend is looking for more like support than you're really able to give because of this burnout. No, I think that that's so true. And I think from the articles that I was reading too about how relationships or how burnout really affects relationships is like when you are burnt out, relationships take energy and people who are experiencing burnout Mm -hmm. they're dealing with like physical psychological and emotional fatigue they're not going to be able to show up for you a hundred percent and and like if you're in that place where you're burnt out and a friend is expecting you to be that person for them or like take on that role for them and you're burnt out you physically are incapable of performing that role and so I think that it's really important to first like acknowledge when you are burning out like I think that's kind of the first step to like again naming the feeling naming what it is that you're feeling and then one of the articles I read 
um, recommends kind of just doing like a daily check-in. Like, how are you really feeling? Because I think the thing that's tough about burnout, and when I was really burnt out, this is kind of was my mindset, was like, okay, I just need to make it to tomorrow. I just need to make it to the end of the week. And it was kind of like you just get into this very singular mind frame where you're just kind of trying to get through things. Um, Mm -hmm. and and basically just suppress everything so you don't have to, like, deal with how shitty it is because that's Mm -hmm. the only way that you can kind of, like, get through it, right? Yeah. And so I think that if you can check in and be like, how am I really feeling right now? That gives you a better sense of, like, then what can I give to other people? If I'm feeling really burnt out, I'm not going to be able to be that person for my friends, right? Like, you just can't. Um, and then I think one of the other things that I really like too is they talk about making routines. And I think that this is where it can be really helpful for, for friendships is like, and we kind of talked about this a little bit last episode too, with like the idea of like, you know, when you're in a relationship for a long time and you schedule like sex with a partner, like Mm -hmm. making like time for your friends on the weekends and having like a set routine, just like you would at work where you're kind of creating boundaries that way to minimize your burnout and like maximize the things that do bring you joy I think it's the same where it's like finding that day on the weekend where you hang out with people and then you look forward to it you make space for it but you also give yourself permission to then not overload your weekends too to compensate for the fact that you're really stressed at work (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know yeah um and that really builds those boundaries and lets you prioritize that self-care that you're going to need because if you don't have that time to reflect and like do what you need to do to feel good, you're just going to keep burning out and it is going to continue to like affect all of your relationships and your day-to-day. That was a lot, sorry. Jump in, Lulu. <laughs> Take it away! <laughs> no, I, I I love so much of what you said and I'm like, oh my gosh, so many so many different things I could say. But I think the, the number one kind of thing that I keep coming back to is actually something that you said, have no idea what episode it would, would have been in. But you said something once that was like I try to schedule like some of my friendship time around other things in my life that I know are gonna like make me feel really good so like I know like if I need to like clean up around the house like I can allot 30 minutes and maybe like call a friend and talk to them as I do this and I also like that idea for addressing burnout too because I feel like you can even call someone and be like you could even say like I have 30 minutes, I have 15 minutes, I have an hour, you know, and kind of like set the boundary that way for yourself to basically be able to connect. Because I think the other kind of issue with burnout, I actually saw a post about this the other day, which I loved. And they were saying like, one of the issues with burnout, even like seasonal depression stuff, things along those lines, is that we have the tendency to like block out and turn inward and just kind of like, like you said, suppress but that makes it worse. So it's also this really delicate balance of like, okay, well, how do I actually like find that connection to make me feel human again and to like fill me up and maybe like Mm -hmm. light another candle or like have a little dim light (laughs) appear there Um, while not feeling like you're being like sucked out all of the energy. You know, it's essentially like trying to find the friendships, I guess, that are going to fill you up because that's a really, really key part here. Um, And then the other thing I wanted to also mention is within the daily check-ins, I loved that 
I've been trying to do more stuff along those lines of just like, all right, let's not lie to ourselves. Like, how are you actually (laughs) feeling today? And the other thing with burnout that I just want to address, because I think this is how burnout kind of plays out a little bit more for me, is that, which actually is like more confusing (laughs) than if it's constant, which is some days it's like, oh my gosh, okay, I just like got to make it through. Like, all I want to do is like go to bed or whatever it may be. But then other days during that daily check-in, if I kind of like think backwards, totally fine. (laughs) Like, like I don't really feel, feel it at all. So like, I think that's also where burnout kind of confuses me because I'm like, how can I feel so burnt out one day? And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, totally fine. I'm like, what is going on? Like, was I really burnt out or was I just like psyching myself out or like, like what is going on here? So also just remembering like burnout is not black and white it's really just like huge spectrum and it's also just a way to you know check in with yourself and say like where am I today what does the trajectory look like because that's a little bit more of like the work that I've been trying to do is like okay I might be fine today but like in a week or two weeks or whatever it is like if I continue at this pace or whatever it may be like where am I going to be and how am I going to be feeling yeah I love that because I think that is the tough thing about burnout. It's, I think it's easy to minimize and I think it manifests a little bit differently for everybody. I love Mm -hmm. the idea of taking that, that time during kind of a daily check-in or every other day, whatever do you, but I think it's important to also ask yourself, like, what do I need to feel good? You know, if I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed or I'm kind of going into that place, like what's going to, what really is going to make me feel good? Is it I just need some alone time to decompress and that's totally fine. Or is it that, you know, I actually do really crave some kind of human interaction right now and some support from my community of friends. Like that's going to make me feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think just having those like real conversations, but knowing that like, it's okay. Like you're not alone. So many people feel that. Um, And I think what I've learned, you know, in leadership and just kind of throughout this pandemic and growing up too is just the more that you can be honest with how you're feeling the more you give permission for other people to do the same and I think if Mm -hmm. you can be real with your friends like hey I'm super burnt out this week like I'm just feeling really overwhelmed I would love to see you but I just kind of like I just need some alone time I think that that can also be like a really powerful way to also take some of your friendships deeper you know you're giving Mm -hmm. people permission to feel things and to like communicate those feelings out I really Mm -hmm. do think that communication is super key um and the more vulnerable that you can be in those ways um kind of the more that you allow your friendships and your relationships to to reciprocate that energy um and I just think that's super important now I I'm totally in alignment there and obviously so much easier said than done because it can be hard sometimes and also like I personally am a person that I sometimes I don't even know how I'm feeling until I start talking and then I'm like whoa I had no idea that was in there (laughs) well we're both verbal processors so it does it it does be like that (laughs) exactly exactly and something also that I wanted to bring up around this topic which I normally wouldn't because honestly, I, and I, I don't like to use this word, but like, I hate this conversation, but I, I do think it's at play here is that right now I've also heard 
a lot of conversation around this whole like social media situation with the facade thing you know what I mean and just like trying to make sure that it seems to other people like everything is perfect like you're maybe traveling or you're hanging out with friends or whatever it is and I know for a lot of people it just like keeps coming up and up and up again where it's just like I, I don't know what to do like it makes it worse because I'm over here being like you know, I just want to go to bed or like, I'm just like so overwhelmed. And then I see on like social, like everyone's just like day drinking and going to dinner and doing this and that. And you're just like, how are lives like so different or like how, like, why are you not affected by that or whatever? But yeah, I sadly don't have the luxury of being able to delete social or like take breaks because it's part of my job. So I signed up for that that's part of it but I've been trying to be a little bit more cautious and it's not something that I think like super overwhelms me if I'm being honest just because I'm like super aware of of the facades of it all but I have some friends who have actually recently like deleted Instagram specifically off their phones because they're just like it's not serving me right now and so I think if you're in that place too and you have the luxury of deleting it I think it takes a little bit of an adjustment because, you know, your finger just goes literally straight to so many of these apps. Like, I don't yeah. know if that ever happens to anyone where you're on it and you're like, I didn't even, like, want to be on here. What what happened here? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was crazy. One time I had my phone out and I normally just, like, mindlessly do these different things. But I was, like, consciously aware of, like, how many apps I went through in, like, literally a five-minute span. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the actual fuck? Like... Yeah. This is very disturbing, and I don't yes. like this. I was just like, totally. bored over here, going to look on Zillow. Okay, cool. I'm going to go on TikTok for five minutes. Oh, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, got a notification on Instagram. Oh, now I'm going to go search something on, you know, my web browser. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't even, none of this matters. Like, this is dumb. Right? <laughs> I know. I know. And actually, a tip that I've used, because, and I might have said this before, but I'll say it again, because I think it's important, is since I can't delete social media off my phone because I use it for work I have placed it in hard to reach locations that I have to like go into like different folders or like the last page on my you know screen and that has actually helped a lot in that like mindless getting to so even if you put little obstacles I know a lot of people like the screen time limits too to Mm. you know limit yourself um so I think that's a good tactic too but just realizing I think some of those little things like we all know that social media is like an issue in some way, shape or form, especially around these topics. But I think sometimes I know for me, I'm like, well, I'm immune. Like that's, but that's not a problem I face, you know, but like it is, it seeps into everyone, whether you realize it or not. So just being aware of that, especially, um, when it comes to burnout, you know, it's just something also good to think about. Yeah. I mean, I think that's such a great point because I just know that like when you're in that burnout place, it's so easy to, I think, fall into kind of those really self-destructive narratives of like, well, look, everyone else is doing fine. Why can't you do it? Or maybe if I just push a little bit harder, like I can just kind of ignore how I'm feeling here and like, look, everyone else is having fun and I want to have fun too. But I think Mm -hmm. that what's important about burnout is, and we've talked about this, I think in some other episodes too, but when you're burnt out like that and exhausted, you're not going to be showing up as your best self to things. And I think that that's mm-hmm. an important thing to recognize that you protecting your like personal energy comes first. And whether that mm-hmm. means 
again, like really making a routine on the weekend where maybe you just hang out with one person. Like you pick one day or to your point, like you, you call friends when you're doing something that you needed to do anyways, but like making sure that you have the time that you need and like the things that make you feel good outside of your relationships is going to be really important. Um, and social media can really just make you feel insecure about that. Like I think Mm-hmm. that's just the nature of the beast so yeah. delete it if you don't need it like again yeah. I'm in the same situation as you <laughs> but I like unadded it from my main screen so now I have to like really scroll through to get to it it does deter me from doing it as much um which I found has been really helpful because yeah it's easy to compare your life to other people's especially when you're kind of already in that like vulnerable place um yeah Totally. And I actually had a friend who described it to me as she thinks about her time spent on her phone in general as good, better, best. So she's Mm. like, okay, like, sure, maybe I don't actually feel like looking at TikTok and like all of the amazing food or something that like people are um, cooking that like I either like just don't have the time to do or like don't have the skill to do whatever it is. She's like, that might be fine, but, like, reading a book, what I like to read, is, like, a better decision in that moment, yeah. right? So, like, how can I just, like, shift? Because also around making routines um, in my tarot card reading, well, my birth <laughs> chart reading, I should say, the lady was telling me that, for me, in my chart, apparently, I should really be focusing on, she said routines, but she was like, if you frame them as rituals they become like a lot more significant all of a sudden because you're like this is my ritual like I'm going to do this and so I liked that kind of shift but she was saying a lot of it is just like little shifts you know it's not these like big overhauls but it's like you know cutting back a few minutes a day like maybe starting to say no you know to something over the weekend to like protect Mm -hmm. your your time your space whatever it is or even just like shifting like what you're gonna do with your friends like we had well not we I had (laughs) some friends over to my place last night and it actually started with one of my friends she was like oh you know I don't think I'm gonna drink tonight like I'm getting the booster tomorrow um so like I just want to make sure I'm like you know a-okay for that and it caused me to be like you know what like I actually don't really feel like drinking either either you know and so and like our other one friend was like no no no, I want one we were like go for it girl like but it was really nice that everyone kind of like did what was best for them but it was so nice because I woke up in the morning being like I feel like I made like a really good choice for Mm -hmm. me that like filled my cup rather than waking up the next morning being like oh my god why did I just have you know probably two glasses of wine which isn't even that bad well I don't like to use good or bad, but (laughs) you know what I mean. But I just felt like I made, like, a better decision that served me Mm -hmm. and didn't contribute to, like, any more feelings of, like, burnt out or, you know, those cycles. I think that's so true. And, I mean, I think that's part of getting older, too. And, And, again, I think when you voice how you're feeling and what you need to do to to like have fun in situation or like feel good for your next day um it really gives people the permission to do the same like I love mm-hmm. it when people are like oh I'm not drinking but again you feel free to but it, it does kind of it's nice to remember that just because that's what we're used to or the script that we're used to it doesn't mean you always have to do that and it's really about just knowing what's going to be the best decision for you and feeling empowered to make that and I think again that's part of 
when you're feeling burnt out and you're, you know, you do want to spend time with your friends, like feeling like you can voice things like that um, and have that be respected is really important so that you can address the burnout and continue to, to show up better and stronger. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I guess like my last little like note is just that burnout's okay. Everyone's feeling it. Like it, you're not alone or like, I, I don't know. Like it's, it, it can be a really isolating thing, but like hopefully this, if this resonates with you, this is giving you some like good suggestions on like how to address it. Like some ways to, to like overcome it. I think one of the big things I have to say is like, it really isn't something that necessarily changes overnight. Um, I think you kind of have to like either figure out a way to address it in your current situation or be willing to make the jump to something better or different um, that allows you to have kind of the lifestyle that, that you want um, and, and respect the boundaries that you need to create and set for yourself. So hopefully this empowers you to either, you know, figure out what's at the root of your burnout and, and address it or give it the opportunity to be addressed. And if not, to find something that does allow you to feel good and hopefully minimizes the burnout that you're feeling because it fucking sucks. So <laughs> that's my two cents. <laughs> it really does. And I mean, we say it, I think, every episode, but it's just literally always relevant. But yeah. also just communicating how you're feeling like if you're yeah. just not there and you can't be there for a friend or whatever it, yeah. whatever it is like just telling okay. them you know yeah. like it, it's totally okay I feel like most people will totally understand they're probably literally right there with you too but yeah I feel like it's it's always when you're just unsure if you did something and that's why the person's reacting that way but just giving visibility into that it's also the end of the year like super super busy I feel like I've talked to most of my friends at this point around what their plans are for the end of the year and I'm like okay so I will see you in 2022 sounds good you know so everyone's just kind of like on the go you know busy with end of year stuff etc so it's a good time I think to kind of turn turn inward where you can and and figure out some of those routines rituals check-ins you know ways to address feeling burnt out and hopefully going into the new year feeling a little bit better about all of that. Amazing. I agree, as always. (laughs) Perfect. All right, well, that will wrap it up for us. Again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening on Thanksgiving Day or, you know, the days after. (laughs) I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday, so super jazzed about this one. But you guys can find us dropping new episodes most Thursdays, and you can find us at Will You Sit With Me on Instagram, Will You Sit With Me Pod on TikTok, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.